In a world where options are limitless, but time is not, two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center, this is Binge or Cringe. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Yes, you are. Let so. me begin with this little bit of something on Netflix called Spencer Confidential. All right. Spencer Confidential uh, is... Animated, live action. A live action. Based, based on a true story, uh, starring Tom Hanks. Um, Here's what it isn't. It is not starring Robert Urich. And it is not starring Captain Cisco, but that's a strange thing to highlight. <laughs> the beginning of something. But when you say Boston, I say Wahlberg. You say Boston, I say Wahlberg. So <laughs> this is the, this is the str- like if I read if I was reading like a newspaper and it was giving me like a synopsis of this, I'd just be like, I'm so confused. <laughs> I know less about it now than I did when I started reading it. So it is this the Spencer that you are familiar with from the Robert Urich TV show based upon the book. Only this time, Spencer is Mark Wahlberg and... Miss the Walker. And Hawk is Winston Duke, who might one day be a starship captain. I don't know how that's going to work. And Alan Arkin is the wise old man. I don't really know what's happening there. Um, uh, but that's that's the whole deal. And in a way, I mean, I loved Spencer for Hire. Well, why wouldn't you? It's Avery Brooks. And and Robert Urich. Yeah. Just. Again, I, I, I don't know. Why wouldn't I like this? Like, exactly. That I, don't, I, I don't even know what to say. Now, as I recall, and I haven't seen that Spencer in a long, long time, but. Hawk was very mysterious, had very little to say, and was super cool. And I do know it took place in Boston, but I never really thought about how it doesn't sound like that. Oh, it doesn't sound like you're, like, say how they sounded in The Departed. Yes. When everybody's just saying, he's a statey, that's what he's doing, right? Come here, come here. Like, yes. Where's this, my khakis? This is very pock the ka, because uh, Wahlberg is from that yeah. area, is he not? Yes. Yeah. So uh, it's, I'm sure, a joy for him to speak freely. It's kind of kind of like when, when Ron Howard, like, just got to, they give him a role and he got to rip into his country accent. Mm-hmm. So this is a movie, and it is... A standalone movie on Netflix, made for Netflix, and it is a bit more risque than the TV show was, which probably was on CBS. Who knows? Well, um, it was on one of the the yes. big, well, big three at that point. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I don't, I don't think you were allowed to let like evil win no. at that point either. No, like, I'm pretty sure there's a beheading in this, but they don't really show it. And again, I was listening to it, not watching it, but. I heard the cling cling of a a sword, and so I assumed. Oh, I mean, it's this is very much the the era of like kind of darkening things that we took the initial premise. Okay, Sabrina, 
Sabrina the Teenage Witch. If you watched the ABC version on TGIF, very squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. She is she's using her powers to like do school projects and she's got funny ants and there's a cat that talks and like sometimes she hangs out with her boyfriend and like, oh, we've got to go to the school dance. Like not a whole lot of what I would call drama or witchery. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, I mean, there's some, but it's it's like it, it's it even it makes bewitched look dangerous <laughs> by comparison. You've got, on the other hand, the Netflix Sabrina the Teenage Witch, where it's literally revealed that she is the daughter of Satan mm-hmm. and has become Satan. She has become the master of hell or mistress of hell. Yeah, but exactly. just because she was trying to get her boyfriend back, she didn't really want the job. Right, but I'm just saying, like, largely the Melissa Joan Hart version yeah, steered that's... away from her mm-hmm. ever being the master yeah. of hell. Or maybe that was in a later season I didn't see. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of Sabrina the Teenage Witch on TGIF. But I don't think that ever came up. No, I don't think it. I so think it, it makes sense if we're going to have a Spencer for Hire Netflix. Wait, now it's the time for me to say I once spent a day with Caroline Ray. Okay, continue. That's fine. It, she she was neither, uh, also not the, the master of hell. No, she was not. No, but she'd been delightful. Yes, if she was absolutely yeah. delightful. Well, she yeah. was delightful regardless of whether whether what or she not like hell mistress or, no, or not. She, she was delightful. Delightful, completely. but she she would still be. Yes. So um, I think this is a success on Netflix. It has all of the elements that people like. And by people, I mean, you know, the masses. It has well-chosen classic rock songs. It has people doing really horrible things to make you angry. So when Spencer gets back and it's like, yeah, that kind of reaction. And so it was kind of hard for me to decide. I didn't not like it, but I didn't love it either because I didn't know if I was just feeling manipulated or I've just seen so much stuff, it's hard for me to recognize that someone else might find this incredibly entertaining. Well, you've also mentioned, like, is the goodwill that the original thing, like, has that kind of bought me into that? Like, oh, okay, like, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Like, Avery Brooks was pretty, like, iconic. Like, yeah. Uh, in the same way that, like, when um, they did the J.J. Abrams reboot of Star Trek, trying to put somebody in William Shatner's, like, previously filled shoes, how much of that, how much of the new movie did I actually love, and how mm-hmm. much of it was all the goodwill that, like, you know, the six movies, three seasons, an animated series had engendered to me at that point? Like, when you're dealing with a property that kind of revisits old things, how much of it is the fact that you love this, or... Or, or or what exactly? Like, well, the guy that plays Hawk wants to be an MMA fighter, and that's really all I remember. So, so you're saying Avery Brooks was probably better in it, but this one is a lot more actiony. And this is much more action to, to the extreme. Yes, extreme. Yeah, yes. It's like Mountain Dew was in the nineties. Yes. You are listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Henson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what is worth watching on TV. And there was this other thing. I actually watched something. No, you didn't. I did. I did. Other than on YouTube? Yes. Yeah. No, no, no YouTube. And it was, I mean, it was the kids. They decided they were watching it. But I have a standing order. Um, don't put on that TikTok garbage. Um, I don't want to hear... YouTube on my Bose speaker, you're you're sullying it. Um, they they and? they don't understand a lot of things that their dad says. 
Uh, it was on Disney Plus. It's Timothy Failure. Mistakes were made. Yes, I do believe we reviewed it a few I, weeks ago. Well, I'm just saying I got to watch it. And? I, 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 I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, it felt like if Dennis the Menace was was a detective. Oh. Yeah. Like, that, that's and really. And had watched Lost. And and there was a polar bear. Like, I, I just, because I, I don't think the kids got that, like, some of the stuff was in his head. And they're just like, Dad, why don't people see the polar bear? And I'm like. I I think that's just in his imagination. I can't imagine a polar bear would not. And my kid is like, don't you get it? He's the polar bear. <sighs> no, no. My my kids were, now granted, I'm watching it with Canyon. So he's just like, why can they not see a polar bear, Dad? And I'm just like. Oh, so he's yeah. a small British child now? Like he, no, no. <laughs> Daddy. If I go, oh, hey, Daddy, can we have some crumpets? <laughs> I, I, I want to put put a little bit of that peanut butter on a biscuit, if you will. <laughs> yes, I've 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 taken my children and started correcting them if they don't use the British <laughs> pronunciation. Right. Like one of them tried to say schedule the other day. And I, I said, no, smacked no, their hand and I said schedule. It's schedule. Schedule. Okay, so I watched the first episode of Fleabag on Amazon Prime because I've heard, oh, Fleabag this, Fleabag that, Fleabag's hilarious. And Fleabag is not for Canyon. No. Let me just say that. No, but he, he likes to get into stuff that is that is not oh, for him. Yeah. Oh, man. That, that kid is, like, he actually asked, like, he found it on uh, what, his Fleabag? phone. What, Fleabag? No. Oh. Uh, the uh, Brahms the Boy 2. Oh. Like, the horror film. He, he goes, Dad, can I see this? And I go, No. Buddy, that's that's rated R. No, yeah, you, can't. you absolutely cannot do that. So um, I'd heard a lot about Fleabag. I, I know it has won uh, an award, some awards, awards. The appe- Awards were mentioned in its vicinity. Yes. <laughs> Here's the appeal. You have a rather active young woman, and she, const- she constantly addresses the camera. Not unlike a certain House of Cards character, only even more so. And so I was thinking how very interesting to have to act that because she has people right up there in her space. And then she turns to the camera and says something completely different. So it is quirky in that it is very different like that. All right. It is very, very British in that, you know, sometimes they use a lot of words for comedy's sake that we just don't usually use in comedy in the United States. It's not that they can't be funny. We just don't we just don't go there. You don't you don't necessarily have that that colloquialism. Right. Like as part of our, our lexicon. So it is funny, but it is going to be a different kind of funny and not a Monty Python kind of funny either. But it it is it is certainly quirky and different and i can't say i wanted to watch the rest of it but then again i usually takes like three episodes for me to want to see where this is going and i was just trying to watch enough to say that to speak a little bit about it if you want something that is really different probably from what you're watching by all means check it out because obviously it it is well written and well acted and it is different which is what i do like about it it's something fresh let me ask you this in the the world of like binging is very popular especially with streaming services yes back in the day when everything aired like say week week to week 
Mm-hmm. You really had to hook somebody with that pilot. If they don't tune in next week or if they find a show that's like airing at the same time, you, you've lost that viewer. Like unless there's a kind of a big, you know, marketing push or whatever. In, in the world of binging, like you just said, I'll give them two or three to do it. Is it as important to have a spectacular pilot nowadays or does binging kind of alleviate that and you you do have a couple Hmm. more episodes i think you need a spectacular pilot i mean just either way what was it the uh i want to say it was on amazon it's the one that has like fairies oh that one you would talk like i want to say you would even mention the pilot you didn't like the pilot yeah but you kept going with it and like around three or three or four episodes in what was the name of it it's the one that's got the guy that played john connor in yeah terminator 3 yeah, rise of the machines one. i forgot what it's called but yeah there are a lot of fairies in it yeah I, I i remember fairies that was it but like again you had just been like i'm i'm soldiering through this i've been i'm a couple in well, and you it know, finally I do love got good sci-fi i do love the sci-fi i kept thinking it's got fairies in it, it's got to be good that's one would hope. That's, I, we yes. we desperately need. Yeah, we need we need a show that we get to talk yes. to the 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 executive producers <laughs> and like the actors. And I I want to hear what they do with a question like that. Like I'm sure they're used to all the, like the the normal questions you get on a press junket. I want them to get with get hit with some Adam and Jane, <laughs> where they're just like. Yeah, so I'm sitting there going, well, this thing's got fairies. It's got to be good because you know me. I love sci-fi. <laughs> and they're just like, where was the where was the question? And there like, is no are question. you talking to me? Like, are you just are you ruminating while I'm in your vicinity? What's you, that about? If you can't climb on board the Jane train, then what can I say? And you just we we constantly have like <laughs> guests just get up and walk out there. Like they seem to be just talking to themselves. They were amused as could be with just the two of them. We're kind of we, like between two ferns. I I think that's probably that would probably very accurately. Just, if we ever had guests and we had to interview them, I feel like that's how a lot of it would end yes, up. Yes, it would. It's like. like I don't care that you want to promote this. Here's what I want to talk about. Here's here's what we're doing. Right, right, right. That's all well and good. But back to what I was going off kind on of Kind of like Letterman about. in the early days. You could be a guest on the show, but you're just going to be there to be amusing for Letterman. Man. I, ah. I, I, I know that he still exists in... Uh, and as much as he's still doing new material, I know. but like, but now he's Amish Santa. I mean, I'm not even talking about like CBS letter. Yeah, he's got the. I mean, he's thin. He's thin Santa. Older Amish men have long beards, do they not? I mean, I guess he could also be Amish Letterman. Okay, I didn't want to cast or, or thin an Santa. aspersion. Either way, just... either way, yeah. Uh, but that classic, like when he had Conan O'Brien's old spot when he mm-hmm. was on NBC and like. On CBS, I feel like he had to kind of rein it in a little bit because, like, he's like, I'm in the prime spot. I'm against Tonight Show. Like, I can do shenanigans. I'm I'm David mm-hmm. Letterman. But, like, back when he was there and really I – I really think they were just like, do whatever you want to. It's it's like 11 o'clock at night. Don't say these curse words mm-hmm. and we'll leave you alone. And, like, man, I remember staying up to watch that Letterman just to have him throw stuff off a building. Holy cow. Like it and, and and Bill Murray loved him. So that probably kind of engendered David Letterman Speaking of, to to me. I had forgotten because I hadn't seen it in a long time. We showed the girls Tootsie. I had forgotten 
that Bill Murray was in Tootsie. Yeah. Yep. We're totally talking Dustin Hoffman. That. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I will I will say that I don't always I, I think drag is sometimes used as like a crutch in comedy and there's a lot like any of the big mama house, big mama house, big mama's house, the ones with Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I cannot make it through any of them. Like they're atrocious. Like they're awful. I I hate those movies. <laughs> Love him in Bad Boys. Hate him in Big Mama's House. And it it, it irritates me genuinely that there's as many of those <laughs> as there are. However, love Miss Doubtfire. Uh, love Some Like It Hot. Like Tootsie, also a really interesting... Like, I'm not opposed to using that in a film or like as that is your mm-hmm. device, period. But there's sometimes like I'm just like, I can't do it. Like, and or, yet, or, I don't think Tootsie would be greenlit today. Oh, no. There is a multitude of comedies that... Uh, uh, Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. One of the funniest films ever made. There is no way that thing gets two meetings. No. Like, there, 80% of that film cannot exist. Like, there would be picketers. Like, there would be... Mm-hmm. Right. When people say, I want a film like in the good old days, I, that's when I just want to hand them my Blu-ray and just be like, here... This is from the seventies. The good, the good old days. Not, not all that that vulgarity and that's filth, right. That filth, filth, Florida. Bring filth. back the Hayes Commission. Oh, uh, those were the days. So yeah, um, I don't even know what I'm talking about now. Um, the end. Fleabag uh, is all right. That's that's a that's a. Less than instance, glowing review if on, I've ever heard on, one. On Amazon Prime, the first episode of The Marvel's Mrs. Maisel mm-hmm. was everything. Well, again, I would also grant that that one is probably more of an exception and not the rule. Like, that film, every time it touches anything, it just it's an awards magnet. Yes. Like, every, everything about that, every time there's a new season, like, everybody is just like, holy cow, this... This thing is the nice china. Like, mm, yes. oh, oh, wow. And I can't even, well, I probably could, but I'm not going to push that envelope and even tell you how the first episode of the pilot of Fleabag begins. But it does. And, and uh, so it begins. And, and there, there it is. <laughs> I, I feel bad sometimes about comparing it to the, the things on like a, a particular stream or anything. It's... It would be like if everything that was on NBC, you had to immediately compare to Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's almost not fair just because it's just spectacular. Like, even without, like, some of the the knowledge of the stuff that they're, they're joking about. Like, my kids didn't grow up in the late 80s or 90s. But they've seen a couple of the less, what we'll call them adult episodes of Seinfeld. And they think it's funny. Because it is. Because, and I'm, I'm just saying, like, so if you were to say put up, like, what was it, like, just a random Caroline in the City, if you put that up against Seinfeld, oh. right? See, see what I'm saying? Yeah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, I'm just saying, it had like, a good apartment. It's, I, I did it's, like that apartment. It's not fair to always like when, whenever you bring up, you know, like Amazon or Netflix or any of that, you can't always go for the gold because, like, they're yeah. not, they're not going to have a chance. I need to take this opportunity to say how much I love my children. I'm so proud I brainwashed them a certain way. Something and you, and, was and on. And by the way, guys, you got to brainwash them early. Yeah. Like, don't don't wait till they're teenagers. It's just going to be an uphill battle. Brainwash them while they're young. Something was on. And one of them said, well, 
That sure looks like a really expensive apartment for a single guy in his 20s in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're welcome. My, my kids do that, too. And like, I just loved that. They'll start pointing out, like we were watching uh, Zootopia the mm-hmm. other day, and Mason starts like getting onto it, and I go, you're not wrong about anything that you said, but I also want to remind you, that's a talking bunny. Yeah. So. So. Take it <laughs> as you, he goes, I knew you were going to say that. And I was like, listen, like you can, you can complain about like whatever, like he was complaining about something in Lord of the Rings. And I go, right. And I go, but here's the thing about science fiction fantasy. I go, all I have to do is just go, yeah, it's Elven magic. It, that whatever, that, whatever, <laughs> literally whatever problem you had, uh, Elven magic was the, Done. was the thing. Or if I'm watching science fiction, the answer is nanites, whatever yes. it is, it's nanites or theoretical uh bio yeah like oh uh, no that's uh that's anti antimatter uh neutrons something yeah just you you get you got to do that so anywho i i look forward to binging other things uh the girls would like to come and review i'm so not okay with this they were kind of eh about it but uh i don't want to ruin it for them They've seen. There's no sense in that. Actually, this is what they said to me. They said, ah, mom, there's really no point in watching the rest of it. You're not going to be that interested. And it really wasn't that good. The end. I give up. (laughs) Oh, they watched all of it. But they said, it just really wasn't that good. And I kind of regret the fact that I stuck with it. What was it Homer said? You've tried your best and failed miserably. The thing you should take away from this is never try. Anyway, I am sure I'll have something uh, new and exciting to tell you about next week on Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. You've been listening to Binge or Cringe. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.